is a well-respected high school football scout, known for his unpopular opinion and brash commentary. The coach, Keith Miller. He's a well-respected national high school football recruiting analyst. Craig, Craig Biggins. Together they bring you the transparent truth, the world's number one source for high school football recruiting news and interviews. In the transparent truth. Tr- 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 <laughs> welcome, welcome. You're now listening to The Transparent Truth. It's your boy, Coach Keith. Intercom Studios in a Miracle Mile. It's Five Star Friday with my man, Greg Biggins. Hey, we want to remind everybody, tune in every Wednesday for our Sleeper of the Week segment. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. All right, now we'd like to bring in newly offered out of the Big 12, the ACC, Court Williams, St. John Bosco, linebacker, defensive back, uh, rating star from the Nike opening Los Angeles Regional. Court, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good to be here. No doubt, man. Welcome to the Transparent Truth. It's me, Coach Keith, and I got my man Greg Biggins on the line. And uh, this you are our Five Star Friday guest. We're excited about you being here. Greg is going to kind of lead this interview, Court, and um, we're going to let him go ahead and get started. GB, take it over. Court, good to talk to you, man. How are you feeling right now? Oh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Just in the middle of my school day right now. We're at lunch right now, but I'm feeling good. So we're recording on a Tuesday, but this is going to be our Friday show. So just two days ago, you just blew up the opening regional. I got your card right in front of me. I want to run some of these numbers off. So you measured in at 6'1", 216 pounds. I think that's 20 pounds up from last year's event. You went 4.60 in the 40 on a real crappy wet day. 4.09 in the shuttle. 39-inch vertical jump, and you threw the power ball. 41 feet and, and court I was there I can verify this you actually went 4-5-2 but they made you right. for a third time you know after you had already kind of you know ran and it was getting wet and cold you went 4-7 so they scratched the 4-5 give you the 4 for me you you went 4-5 in my eyes I saw it happen but overall man right. how, break down just the combine testing portion of it break that down for me how did you do so well and what kind of training have you been doing the last few months for that I mean, to be honest, I've actually been training for the Combine since, i say, early January. Um, in terms of the box, in terms of my school, at Bosco, you know, we're in the weight room every day, getting stronger. So I know that contributed to it. Um, I've been doing some 40 starts and some subtle work by myself. And actually, I have uh, my, my trainer back at um, near my home, Ron Carter. He's been training me for a long time. It's, um, that's my guy right there. So he really helped me out a lot in terms of this combine. And um, and like you said, it was raining and it was wet and the conditions weren't that good. 
But I, I feel like if it was, um, that didn't really deter me in a way because I was just, I was focused and I knew what I had to do. And um, I sold out and I think the numbers sold for that. So shout out to Ron Carter. Give, give him some love, right? He obviously he got you right. Hey, what, oh, what yeah. was your PR time coming in? Because most people don't really PR at a, at a camp like this. Usually, you know, it's somebody always, if they say they're 4-5, they actually come out and run 4-7. But were you expecting to go 4-5, 4-6-0 at this event? To be honest, no. I actually, um, since I ran, I believe, last year I ran a 4-9. I actually was planning to run like a 4-7 a because, you know, people say that laser times are usually a lot slower than hand times. And uh, my coach, um, Coach Ron Carter, clocked me um, at a um, at a four seven. So he was like, "Okay, you'll probably run like a four eight at the laser at the combine." Well, at the combine, when they said I ran a four five, I was like, "Whoa!" Like that that caught me off guard, to be honest. But um, yeah, I, honestly, I wish they would have picked you know the four or five, but you know they made <laughs> me run it again. They made me run it again because they wanted to verify it. But it's all good. Well, shoot, Court, if your best time before was a four seven, I'm, I'm thinking maybe that four six was was accurate, right? But you can, right. but let's, but shoot, four five, it's something to, to shoot for. You know, the thing about you, right. Court, that that I love is, is people are are talking about you now. Obviously, not trying to brag, but you know, Coach Keith and I have been talking about you all season long. You're a football player. People are turning on the film, and all these offers starting to fly in. Um, right, right now. Where do you actually see yourself? Because I know that's, you know, you're 6'1 and 216. You, you play safety. They move you around quite a bit. Uh, you play some outside linebacker. I see you off the edge. You're blitzing. You're doing all kinds of things. But uh, where are most of these schools that are offering you now? And congrats again, Florida State, Oklahoma, A&M the last two days. Where are, they, are they being specific about where they where they want to play you in college, where they recruit you for? Um, it's really most of them wants to see how I'm going to end up growing. Because all of them know that I'm not finished growing, and um, the thing is, they know in terms of uh, my style of play, I'll, I'll probably turn into a, a, a very fast, quick outside linebacker. Um, but they know that I can cover slot receivers and you know the running backs and the tight ends. So, depending on what school I, I decide to go to, what their scheme is, I might end up playing as a safety. In terms, you know, one of the deep guys, but I might end up being kind of like an outside linebacker, um, like I play now at Bosco in terms of be more in the box and help out in the run. But I feel like it all, all the schools that are recruiting me right now, they just they're unsure because they want to see how how I'm gonna turn out in terms of you know what I grow into be. Hey Court, you know last year's Bosco defense might have been probably one of the, I mean maybe one of the best I've ever seen. Not not maybe it definitely was one of the best. You guys lost a, a lot of star power, right? All the linebackers go forth and Lytle are gone. Your whole secondary, right. McDuffie and Steele, um, Titus Toller. Um, you lose some some quality beef up front. Naeem Rodman, the pass rush specialist, Cole Aubrey. Right now, right. where where do they see you? Coach King obviously does a great job with the defense. Where do they see you right now um, with next year's defense? What's your role going to be and kind of, you know, do they still plan to move you around? Do they have you set at a certain spot? Um, well, as of right now, I'm still probably going to be playing the same position I've been playing. At Boston, they call it a star position. Um, I'm covering the slots, mostly on first and second downs. And um, But um, on third downs, we put in our nickel package, and they put in a true corner type cover guy at my spot, and I move into to the box and play the wheelbacker. 
Um, but I've been talking to some of the coaches here, and um, it might be a possibility because we're kind of short on safeties this year. Like we would, like we didn't have as much depth as we did last year. And you know what our safeties now with Jake Newman and John John Bonds, those are our expected safeties to be this year. Um, I might possibly end up playing some deep safety, you know, if, if they need me to. I'm open to play anything, to be honest. But really, I'm, I'm mostly going to be playing the same position I played last year. Hey, Court, do you still think about last year's team in, in the modern-day game, you know, the second time around? Obviously, your defense still played lights out, but uh, weren't able to, to get it done. That, that could have been a historical team, one of the better high school teams, you know, probably one of the three or four best in the last decade at least. Do you ever still think about, like, what if, and does that still just kill you when you think about how close you guys were to having such a historical season? Yeah, I mean, it's this. It's something I think about every once in a while, but, you know, as a team, and I feel like the coaches kind of told us this too, I mean, that season is over with, and, you know, we, we focus on the future. And um, and this year, I feel like I'm going to do everything I can for my team to lead us, and we're going to finish it this year to finish it and win. But, like yeah, that. I think about it, and um, that's kind of a motivational factor for the team. You know, we bring it up every once in a while because we don't want it to happen to us again. Um, you know, it just makes us work harder, and it just kind of puts a chip on our shoulder to keep something like that in the back of our mind so we can, if we get in that situation again, when we get in that situation again, we can pull through because we work hard during the off season, which is now, you know. So give me a quick scouting report. Obviously, we know about DJ. We know about you guys got Logan Loya coming over, mm-hmm. joining Bull Collins and Chris Hudson. You got big Drake Metcalf up front. Really strong mm-hmm. up in the line. You mentioned the two safeties. John John Bonds really came on last year and, and Jake Newman. How, how good can next year's team be? I feel like our team could be just as good as it was last year, if not better. Um, I know now, in terms of this year, a lot of our underclassmen might have to step up. Because um, in terms of our offense and our running backs, um, we have Nathaniel Jones, and uh, that he's probably going to be the lead runner in terms of our running backs. And a few of our underclassmen might have to step up behind him. Um, defensively, you know, we have um, uh, Danny Lockhart and um, Josiah Lockhart, and um, we got three three new um, players. Last name with the, with Lockhart. Um, we got a new guy, Marcel Logan. Um, he's probably going to play that wheel backward for us. But um, I feel like if we just do what we did last year and we keep the same mentality, which Coach Kings always said, we uh, we swarm to the ball and we punish. And we, if we get eleven, if we get eleven hats to the ball every single play like we did last year, we're gonna be just fine. Hey, Kurt, let's switch it up a little bit. Again, it's great to see that your recruitment's kind of blowing up. You already had a, a bunch of offers from you know from big schools, obviously USC and I'm pretty sure what Oregon and Utah were in there. But right right now, who are the schools that you feel are coming after you the hardest? Um, I've kind of been in contact with I've been in contact with a lot of schools I mean I've been some schools that haven't offered me yet I've been in contact with um, no, I've been in contact with Notre Dame they haven't offered me yet uh, Wisconsin they haven't offered me yet um, Texas they haven't offered me yet I mean all the schools that have offered me I've been in contact with um, but it's uh, I'm still I'm still I'm working on some visits that I'm probably going to take this spring and summer and during the fall. I'm trying to figure all that out right now. But, uh, yeah, everything is just, it's just a blessing, to be honest, sometimes. You know, I think back to my freshman year and, like, you know, how far, how far. It seemed like last week 
my freshman year, you know. And it's like now that I'm thinking about where I am now, it's just I don't thank God because it's just it's crazy, man. It's crazy. No, man, you, you've earned it, dude. But three five, three six GPA student, and you, you can't find anybody to say anything negative. You know, we saw one of your former coaches, Chad Johnson, out Mission Viejo, and, and when he heard about your rating, he was like, dude, that was my favorite guy when I was at Bosco. So, I mean, everyone really talks you up court. It's uh, character matters. So, it's always good to see. Um, kind of read my mind a little bit. You mentioned the visit. I was about to ask you, you, no, you mentioned no, no dates right now, but uh, what schools... Uh, do you really want to go check out this spring if you if you can? Um, I'm I'm actually in the process of figuring it out right now. I've been I've been talking to my dad and um, Coach King and Coach Cherry, and we're trying to map that out right now. I'm planning on visiting some schools down south and down east. I'm not sure where to yet. Um, I know um, Coach Cherry has said something maybe about me and Bo Collins possibly uh, visiting Clemson. Um, but that's that's honestly all I can say about that right now because I'm not really sure yet. So lo- locally, have you been anywhere? I know ASU was one of your early offers. Have you have you been to Tempe yet? Um, I, I'm assuming you've been to SC, UCLA. Any thoughts on going back to those schools? Uh, oh yeah, uh, they actually they they might be uh, they're definitely on the list of consideration in terms of visiting. I haven't I haven't been to ASU yet, but uh, I have been to SC, and um, I'm actually I might be planning on going to UCLA as well. And then, obviously, you know, with your class now, and last year was the first class, that you guys can take official visits in the spring. Any desire to do that, or do you kind of want to save them, you know, for the fall and, and go on a game weekend, see the whole atmosphere? Or would you like to take a couple in the spring and knock those out? Yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably keep my unofficial during the spring and take my, all my officials during the fall. That's probably and what I do. And you think you'll... You think they'll take all five court? You want to take just three or four? And, and then, obviously, what's your, what's your ultimate time frame for what do you want to make a decision? Um, yes, I am planning on taking all five. And in terms of my decision, I should probably have all my visits down and ready packed to go by what is this? February. Um, probably either probably either at the end of this month to mid March is when I have, when I should be ready for uh, for the schools that I'm planning on going to. Nice. And then, are you on track to graduate early? You gonna, you gonna be an early grad? Oh, I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure. I have to talk to some of my counselors about that. I'm not sure right. yet. And then, and then my last one for you, and I'll let, I'll let Chief jump in if he's got a few, but mm-hmm. my, my last question, again, uh, you know, what are the biggest factors for you in, in picking a school? You, you know, I know, again, you're a high-end academic kid. Is, is that going to play a role? Is it location? Is it scheme? Uh, you know, what are the biggest factors when you decide to make a decision? Oh, yeah, academics, like you said, that's the number one priority in terms of their majors and what they're offering in terms of their alumni and the connections they have for athletes after college, so that's what's really the most important. That's definitely number one. Uh, geographically and where in the country it is, that really doesn't matter. Um, I, I'll go anywhere in the country. I'm not really a, a stay home. I'm not really like cooked on staying home and being close to home. I'm not. That's just not who I am. So I'll, I'm open to go anywhere in the country. Um, and in terms of scheme, that's definitely one um, because I know a lot of. Us here at Bosco, we run, we run very similar defenses to a lot of what the defenses run on the college level. And depending on, you know, what, what position these coaches are trying to have me play, that, that would definitely be a factor in terms of schemes. And, um, yeah, that's probably those those top three things are probably my, my biggest priority in terms of picking what to go. Sweet. Hey, 
Court. This is Coach Keith. One, a quick question. You live in Carson, correct? Or you're from Carson. Were you a Carson Pop Warner kid? Uh, I li- well, when you look at my address, it says Carson, but I actually I live in Harbor City, which is actually the, the neighborhood right next to Carson. Right. Um, but I, I play. I didn't play for Carson Coach like or Carson Ravens. I didn't play for Carson. I played for this team uh, in Harbor City called Tri City Falcons. Yeah, the Tri City Falcons. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I played. For, I, I played for them all my years except my last year. So, what led you to St. John Bosco, living all the way in Harbor City? Of course, we know Narbonne is right there across the street or around the right. corner. What What went into that decision? You going to Bosco instead of Narbonne? Um. Well, really. It's crazy because um, I was my, it was my last year of Pop Warner, my junior major year, and uh, my mom's friend who she grew up in high school with, he actually was kind of a kind of a recruiter mm-hmm. for for uh, St. John Bosco. His name is uh, David Wills, mm-hmm. and he came to one of my games, and he said, "Who is that?" Right. And then he and then he um, he got in contact with my mother because he didn't know that I was her son, and. Um, he got in contact with my dad, and he talked to both my parents, and told me about Bosco, and said I could go to um, one of these camps, one of these youth camps for the middle schools, mm-hmm. for the middle school kids. And I went up there. Um, I think it was, I believe, it was during the, the summertime, and um, I showed out at the at the camps, and Coach Negro and Coach Terry, they all they all got my information. They talked to my parents and told me how they feel that Bosco would be a good fit for me. And uh, I applied there, and they accepted me, and the rest is history after that. That sounds good, man. Well, you know, in in this day and age, Court, uh, a lot of parents, um, they take their kids through a process of maybe holding them back a year or holding them back two years, I guess, to kind of create advantages for their child. But you're not one of those kids. You kind of, you and your parents, seems like you kind of trusted your process. You've worked hard. Coach Ron has really helped to develop you um, in your spare time. Bosco has done a great job of helping you develop um, while you're on campus. And you seem to have such a bright future. And Greg talked about it. We can't get anybody to say anything bad about you. And, of course, me and you, we talk kind of off air about your character and, and about your commitment to excellence. We love all that at the Pro Football Hall of Fame Academy. So, you know, Court, before I let you go, I'm going to take this time and I'm going to do something that, you know, I hardly ever do, but I'm gonna. I want to invite you right now on air, court, to the Pro Football Hall of Fame Academy and oh, the Pro wow. Football Hall of Fame All American Experience, which includes the Destiny Elite event this summer in Canton, Ohio, at the Hall of Fame with the top 50 players in America, to wow. Signing Day Live in New York City at Madison Square Garden Theater, and then the World Bowl, the second annual World Bowl this year in December. Oh, man. What do you think? Man. Oh, man. The Hall of Fame All-American Experience. Corey, I'm going to ask you one time and one time only. Are you in? Man, I, you know, I, I can't answer that right now. I, I, you know I got to talk to my dad and I talk to my mom about it. You know, so it's, a lot, it's a lot to take in. And, and, and <laughs> man, this is, thank you. I just want to thank you for it. Um, 
but I'll, I'll definitely, I'll definitely let you know. I can't, I can't answer that right now. I can't. I know, man. I'm just putting you on the spot, man. Giving you a hard time, <laughs> but I want you to know that uh, I want you there, Court. You're the type of young man that we want representing the Pro Football Hall of Fame and carrying that brand with you, kind of as you move forward and matriculate through your academic and athletic career. But thank you so much for joining the Transparent Truth, and we look forward to talking to you soon. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. No doubt about it. Take care. Ladies and gentlemen, Court Williams, linebacker, defensive back, hybrid out of St. John Bosco and Bellflower. Look for him this year to make a big splash for the Braves here here on the Transparent Truth. All right, Court. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. We appreciate Court Williams for joining us here on the Transparent Truth. It's time to bring this baby to a close. There's a new sheriff in town. And his name's Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool.